everyone and welcome back to another episode of Light the Fuse where I am your hostess Y2 Garcia and join with me again from last episode we have Emily. I take the Emily is back. Um, Today for this episode we are going to be talking about a pay-per-view that just happened about a week ago as of recording this. And that is Full Gear, AEW Full Gear 2022 happened. I know we were talking about it last week when we were talking about our favorite AEW moments. And now it's happened and now we're going to talk about it. We're going to go through the main card. We're not going to do zero hour. I just think, you know, the matches, they're okay. But I think everyone is more interested than the actual card itself, the main card. So we're going to just talk about likes and dislikes, anything we want to see from the matches that happen. And then we're just going to give you know, our opinions, and then as well as um, um, female, male, and tag team of the night. We'll talk about which match was the best. And yeah, that's going to be a fun time. So, Emily, first match on the card, we had, I was honestly kind of surprised, but I mean, hey, you've got to start off with a bang. Um, We had Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus in a steel cage match. This feud has been building up for weeks, like ever since the Young Bucks won the tag team titles for the second time which you revealed to me last week or reminded me last week that it was back in june um we had christian cage turning yeah. on jungle boy and i think he's injured right now so i don't i think if it, if he wasn't it probably would have been christian cage versus jungle boy but hey i yeah. mean yeah the guy who betrayed his tag team partner i think that's just as good so what were your thoughts on this yeah. match emily okay so I I was shocked as well that that was the first match. I thought they would have started off with something like um I don't know Wardlow versus Samojo versus Will Hobbs. I thought they would have started with that, but as soon as I saw the steel cage, I'm like, wait a minute, why are they starting with this? And then like over the course of the match, I was like, oh my god, they're he's destroying Jungle Boy, and I feel so bad for him because he looks like a little rag doll. Yeah. And then as it progressed, I was just like I was gaining more faith in him and honestly Jungle Boy is such a rookie and he's such an underlooked character and I'm so glad he finally got that win. He deserved it. Yeah, I think this was like the ultimate like babyface move you could do like, you know, where the babyface is just like being being down and oh my god, it's done for him. He's over and then like nope, he's still here. You know, it's kind of I kind of predicted this last week during our regular, you know, show that we do on Thursdays. I was like he's going to yeah. I seem I feel like it's going to be where like Jungle Boy's just going to be getting the shit beaten out of him and yeah. you know, we, we're going to think it's going to be over, but it's not cuz he has so much resilience and he's going to fight through it and that's what he did. He ended up fighting through everything. And despite, you know, being the underdog, because, you know, he's a lot smaller than Luchasaurus, he still came out on top with the win. And, I mean, it was a good match. I think, I mean, I guess, like I said, if you, um, even Chris Jericho said it, if you don't want to, if you're not going to make an event, what you want to do is start the pay-per-view. Because I, but I feel like there's a lot more pressure because that's what you're going to basically tell people, like, this is what you're in for for the rest of the night. So if you have a bad opener it's it's gonna like be hard to like convince people that like trust me the rest of the pay-per-view is good but um yeah i agree with that really good opener um again the fact that it was a steel cage i thought because of the stipulation it would have been later in the night but i'm not complaining i just i do feel a bit bad because i don't think i was paying attention as much as i probably should have i still paid attention but Mm -hmm. like lingering in the back of my mind was just like, when's the Elite going to do it? Like, when's the Elite coming back? When's like, when's their match? When's their match? <laughs> well, questions were answered 
immediately after this match because they were the next match. I was very yep. surprised. I was like, whose idea was this? I'm pretty sure it was Tony Khan's. I'm pretty sure he thought like they were they were second when they challenged for, when they were like at all out. So let's put them second again, which I mean, fair enough. But like, I was like second, really? I think that's. I don't know. I just feel you like need time is, to prepare for that. Yeah, and not just that. Like that's not really a good place on the card, especially if you want to have a really strong opener. Like I'm not like I'm not saying I didn't yeah. have faith that they would do like that they would not top the first match. I think they did personally, but it's like you know if you have a good match, it's putting a lot more on them. Like look, you this is what you have to top, you know, in the opener. Yeah, I think it might as well. They should have just been the opener, but I don't know. With that, what are your thoughts, Emily, on everything, not just this match? Because as as I you see the hoodie, my shirt, you know, we're Bucks fans, as- so thoughts. <laughs> So um, I thought it would be later in the card. I thought they would have tried to build it up a little more as the night progressed. At least that the semi, was... yeah, at least the semi-main event, which is usually the match before the main event. Like, if you're not going to main event them, like, the match before then, you know? Exactly. Because I think that would have gotten the crowd a little more, like, excited and a little more prepared. Yeah. But all the emotions that happened during that entrance, um, just, I think what got me really emotional was the whole crowd singing. Carry yeah, on wayward on my Kansas. That was uh so good. Like I knew that like they had said it before when they first turned heel, and it was before they really got their new gear. It was like they had like a house show, or it's like the house always wins that event that they had in Jacksonville. Um, they talked about yeah. them being the elite. They were saying that Matt was always like, We always wanted to enter to Wayward Carry on Wayward Son by Kansas, but like they've they were yeah. at the time unable to do it, and now they have and it's i think it was they like, get it. if you're an elite fan or if you're a young bucks fan it's you know it makes you feel happy for them that they were able to finally yeah. enter this is that i know some people are like it's just a song i'm like no it is the song um yes i know this like okay, this has to do with the match we'll get back to the match in a minute but apparently for their every time i don't know if it's just for the best of seven series or if it's every time the elite's gonna have a match as a trio tag team apparently they're going to be using mm-hmm. the song carry on wayward son which honestly i don't like the idea of that personally i feel like it's i don't gonna like that su- idea either i think it's gonna dilute the um, like the amazing moment that we all experienced at full gear you know like again like emily I said the, the the crowd was ske- like basically screaming along the lyrics like if they were like the band performing a concert you know they were yeah. it was an incredible moment like one that will probably go down in history and now it's just like and they you yeah. know and it's a best of seven series and it's not like oh it's like one match is gonna be you know this dynamite and then maybe in a couple weeks we'll have the next match i like, know it's week after week after week so imagine it's gonna get a little old yep. you know oh next week and then again and then again it's really good i just think it's gonna dilute it i hope maybe if they like after the first couple times they do it they realize yeah maybe not the best idea and just go back to like either the yeah. regular entrances like they did like they've been doing before or use the mm-hmm. being the elite theme. I don't know why they've stopped. I mean, if they're exactly. te- if they're technically baby faces, I mean, come on now. It's it's like it's catchy, you know. Papa yeah. Buck, Papa Buck's a great musical artist. We love Papa Buck. Yes, we do. So I'm like, you know, give him his flowers. <laughs> use use his music. You know, use the BTE theme. But anyways, back to yes. the actual match. You know, the entrance alone was was a moment in itself. But Emily, on the actual match, yes. what were your thoughts? I love the entire match. I had missed seeing the Young Bucks versus um, the Lucha Bros. So that was just they a always, nice moment of 
They always put on bangers. They, they, always... It's banger after banger after banger. Seamus uh, is always tweeting see... that. I don't know why I have Seamus's tweet notifications on, but like I always see banger. Like he's always tweeting <laughs> banger. I'm like, nice. And then when you put Kenny in the mix with Pac, you just have the, all the memories from their Iron Man match, and it's just yeah. everything's flooding on you. Or even all their these match, incredible move sets. Yeah, or even their match at I know Orange Cassidy was in the mix, but like their match at Double or Nothing of 2021, like. Um, I think it was Excalibur oh, yes. who said um, that all six members have had like their own history. Like, you know, they've had different varieties of matches between each other. Like how you said, yeah. Lug- Young Bucks and Lucha Bros, you know, Kenny and Pac, you know, it's incredible. Or, you know, Ray Phoenix has challenged Kenny for the AW title before. So like, there's a lot of history between that team, which I yes. think like as really cool. It's because here's the thing I get, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I don't have faith in them. Let's not get that the wrong way, but I just I I'm curious. I'll say that I care. I'm curious how they're going to mm-hmm. be able to not only top their magical gear, but then continuously put on week for seven for six weeks. Six weeks they're going to be putting on the like pretty much the same match. So I want to see how they're going to make things yeah. unique every single week. I don't. I have faith that they'll yeah. do it. I don't think they would agree to be doing a best of seven if they couldn't. If they didn't believe that they could, you know, find something new to incorporate every. You know, like maybe it'll maybe it's yeah. probably like maybe like these first couple matches, like I can like I can see this happening. Cause yeah, after the well, mm-hmm. maybe we should talk about what happened at the end of the match. So what happened at the end was <laughs> Kenny had Phoenix or Phoenix, however you pronounce it, up for the one winged angel, which no one kicks out of. And um Pac nope. had given given, you know, given, given the hammer, the <laughs> ring bell, like that rings the bell. He gave him the hammer, and Phoenix really yep. didn't want to use it, but since he kind of knew what was gonna happen. He used the hammer on Kenny and rolled him up. Poor Kenny got hit right in the head yep. with the hammer. I'm like, this dude just can't catch a break. Gets bit, gets his hair pulled, gets, you know, <laughs> punched. I don't know, gets hit with a hammer. So poor Kenny, justice for Kenny. Start that as a hashtag. So that's basically hashtag. what started. Yeah, hashtag. That's basically what started <laughs> the best of seven series or the announcement of the best of seven series. Because, um, yeah. which as a recording, it's going to happen today. The second match. So with that being said, I'm so excited for it. I know, I know. I might not be able to catch it. I might, I, it's because it's because, like I said, we bake pies, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, which is today, and um, Oof. it's at my grandma's, and um, Ooh. what's the word? It we're, we want to meet up at six. I tried pushing it like seven thirty. I was like, maybe you know, seven thirty. You know, if like, at least I'll watch most of Dynamite, but. I'm probably yeah. just gonna like have it on my phone and then like I'll make sure to like have the pie that I'm doing either done or I'll wait until after their match to you know make mine. But yeah. I'll figure something out. I'm gonna try my <laughs> hardest not to miss it. But like I said, yeah, um, I think what's gonna happen is I think things are gonna get very ugly. So the first match we had a screwy finish. Phoenix used the hammer. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to be like, you know what? Like, they did this to us. Let's do it back to them. Do something screwy for the finish. And then by the end, it's just going to get ugly. Like, maybe they'll even make it a no disqualification match. Maybe it'll be a tornado tag, which means every participant has to be, like, can can pin someone. There's no such thing as legal man. There's no tagging in. Everyone is going in at it at once. I can see that happening because it's like by the end after doing this six times like let's say the seventh match like dude imagine like you're just basically killing each other for these titles I think that's I could see that happening especially if you want to make things like 
stay you know if you want to keep the audience interested I would see that happening like you know like each week someone just becomes a little more pettier by finding some different way to screw up the finish of the match yes so but I mean that's just me really good match overall again I think the only thing we didn't like about this match was that it was second on the card I think yeah we could agree with that um you had the fuck CM Punk chance that of course people were upset about I'm like dude they were suspended for two months. I don't think they care anymore. I really don't nope. think they care. I don't think they care if they hurt your feelings. Like Exactly. I CM Punk himself has joked about how he's a how he's bad news in the locker room. Why is it okay when he does it? But then when the fans, it's not like the young bucks started the chance and like had the audience do it. The the fans started it themselves. Yeah. Like get mad at them, so, not the young bucks. Exactly. But overall, really good match. Cool moments. You know, you have Nick asking for Diet Coke or no, someone offered him the diet yep. and he's just he, like diet diet yeah. <laughs> and he drink ah dude that looks so flat though it was probably really flat yeah <laughs> i was like that's probably why it was like at the end because <laughs> it was probably super flat they probably had that like before the pay-per-view even started oh god that's disgusting <laughs> yeah poor nick um but yeah that being said you know not only is the elite back but being the elite is also back now so what? mondays mondays are now good they used to not be good for the last couple months. Nope. Can but... we just talk about the fact that Nick Jackson got a second ear piercing at Claire's? <laughs> yes, we could definitely talk about that. Um, so it's funny because when they were talking about them, like, okay, they're probably going to go to like a body, like not a body shop, but like a tattoo parlor. That's where they, I know they do a lot of piercings. They're probably going to go find somewhere like, well, I'm not saying Claire's is incredible. They actually do a good job. But yeah. they, they were in Claire's. I was like, you know what? Imagine like if some, like you're a little girl shopping and you see a grown ass man sitting in the chair, you're going to sit in after him, like getting yeah. an ear pierced. It's funny though, because I said this on my story and I'm actually going to do it, but um, I had been wanting, um, I'm not wearing earrings now, but it's because the headphones press them down and it hurts because it yeah. pokes me. But I had been wanting another piercing above my first one, like on the low, but just like the way Nick got it. And I'm like, you know what? Nick's, yeah. Like Nick, the trendsetter, he's just pushing me to do it. So I'm going to, at yes. some point in the near future, I'm definitely going to get my ear pierced again. And, but except I don't think I'm going to handle it as well as Nick. Nick like didn't even feel it the first time. He said the second one hurt just a bit more, but still there was no reaction. He faked his reaction. He's like, yeah. Brandon, it hurts so much. It hurts, Brandon. I think I'm going to be the opposite. I think I'm going to be the way Nick thought he was going to take it. But hey, I'll make, oh sure to, I'll make sure to tag Nick and tell him, look, you you inspired me. Yes. All right. But- no, the funny thing is my cousin. Oh, no, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. My no, cousin did ahead. my second. So it was Easter and I had always wanted my second piercing and my mom was just like, okay, your cousin does them for co- in college for money That's because bad. she's, yeah. And, but usually her friends are drunk when she's doing it. So they really <laughs> don't feel anything, but she's like, Emmy, do you want your second piercing? And I'm like, at my grandmother's house in her expensive bathroom okay let's do it did you bleed or no no i didn't actually oh that's that's how you know it's good because i was like if nick Nick didn't bleed you didn't bleed no but they like numbed the ear with ice like i thought i had frostbite for a little bit because it was that numb and then when she tried poking it in i'm like (laughs) oh i'm gonna be like that i can't even get vaccinated without being like a baby they're like relax your arm i (laughs) can't or I ever like I'm like no you're still tense I'm like no but, but I'll just, I just wanted to say that I'll just look at Nick I'll just look I'll be watching I just screen record the clip of Nick getting it I'm like look I'm like he's sitting in the pink chair doing it I can do this 
Um, how long was the recovery? I the place that I am going to, there the reason why I even trust them to do this is because they even have like steps to take for when you after you get your piercing. Yeah. So, but I just wanted like how long did it take for you personally to like I guess not so to I, heal. Um, so I had I still have like the very first earrings I ever had when I was like two or three when I got my first piercing. So I had used those to keep the holes intact. And I think it took me about two weeks, I think, just for the hole to stop hurting as much or to stop, like, feeling, like, all weird. But, like, I still, I keep only my earrings in in that hole because I'm so scared the hole is going to close. So you don't change them? I I occasionally do like okay. if I'm wearing a specific outfit but it, it I'll be like, okay okay but it doesn't hurt I guess when you do it like, no okay right. it doesn't hurt anymore so that's that's also what I'm worried about because it says like you know careful like with your hair and stuff I'm like, oh my god my hair is always as long as my hair is it's always getting caught in my original earring and I'm like yeah. this is my parents which is why I'm very glad I know people are like that's inhuman but like my mom like right when we were like a few months old my mom that's when we got our ears pierced and I'm like I don't remember that yeah. I don't remember feeling the pain that's a really good I think that's a really good time to get your ears pierced the baby yeah. will be sad yes but the baby will remember it in the long run but I sure as hell exactly but I don't I'll, remember mine either don't worry you'll probably be the first person I send you I'll be like Emily I'm scared when <laughs> we texting you <laughs> it's happening <laughs> And okay. I'll just be like, think of Nick. Think I know, of Nick. Think of Nick. Think of Nick. I know. You're just gonna be sending spam sending me pictures of Nick. But yeah, it was like, dude, he looked really good with the double piercing. And so he I did. Um, I've always wanted to get, like I said, a double piercing. And um sorry, I'm looking at Nick. Um, because I'm trying to see it. But um the thing is, is that like it's okay maybe in the maybe in the future I don't know like one piercing at a time yeah but like I've always wanted to like because I don't know about a tattoo yet um I'm not mm. sure about a tattoo first of all I still live with my parents so I feel like I can get away with piercings more than tattoos right now and also they're yeah. a little cheaper than a tattoo but I've always wanted to get something yeah. that'll like represent like the wrestlers that I love the most which are like if you guys, yeah. I've said it before, it's the Young Bucks, more specifically Matt, but I will include Nick, especially because the, the piercing. Um, Hangman, Kenny, Tanahashi, AJ Styles, and Chris Jericho. So I would want to get, like, a piercing yes. of each, like, and, like, incorporate something. I'm thinking maybe just, like, their birthstone color. Yeah. But um, maybe I'll do, like, two here and four there. I mean, I know some people do nice. like, stuff all the time. But, yeah, and I mean, maybe I'll just do, yeah. like, the birthstone so but I'm that's a lot the only time I'm gonna get a break is with Nick and Hangman because they're both born in July so that's two rubies yeah but Kenny I need um I don't even know what it's called but it's the pink one it's opal or the pink one and I want the pink one because that's the actual like it looks I think it looks prettier um but it's like a pink one I look it up really quick hold on my mom um, worked in retail and jewelry. She, I, so I should know this, but I don't. Maybe I know. Just ask your mom. No, I'm just kidding. Don't bother your mom. Birthstone. <laughs> Maybe they'll save them. Okay, there we go. Hold on. Um, I know we'll be get we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming in a minute. Um, yep. so we have two rubies because Hangman two and rubies. Nick are July. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, no. I get another break because um, Citron. I think so. Citrin is November. It's a bright yellow. I get two of those because Jericho and Tanahashi yeah. are both born in November. Okay. And then I have Tourmaline or Tourmaline. That one's October. Yes, that's the pink that's- one. That one's for Kenny. And then AJ is June. Well, it's Alexandrite. That's also in light. It's like a lighter pink. Or I can get Pearl because Pearl's also a birthstone for June. And then yes. Matt, which is my personal favorite, 
Well, Matt is my personal favorite, and his birthstone is a personal favorite of mine. Aquamarine. That's very yes. pretty. Maybe I'll do three and four so I can get my own birthstone, because my birthstone's diamond, but who knows? Um, first, I'm just, first, I love I first, that. First, I need to get the double piercing first and live through that. So one step <laughs> at a time. But I will I will say, I will get the ruby birthstone for this for this piercing when it's closed and I can ready to switch it out for Nick. Because again, he's the yeah. one who's kind of pushing me, you know, motivating me. So yep. thanks, Nick. Anyways, back to the pay-per-view. There was a lot of hearing talk, but that's okay. Yep. Next match after the Elite was screwed over, still salty. Oh, yeah. was Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose for the TBS title match. Um, mm. Emily, what were your thoughts on this match? I personally was not excited for it because I, I just feel like the buildup wasn't enough or like... It was too much of the same thing. Over- exactly. Like, it was um, a lot of like, Nyla's like, I have the belt, but now I have it over here. And if you want to get it, well, I'm over here now. I'm just like, okay, I get it. You have her belt. Exactly. Like, if like she did that like maybe like a couple or three weeks before the pay-per-view like not like i feel like this happened like for at least over a month so maybe like the last two episodes like dynamite or rampage like that's when you can take the bell and stuff but i kind of knew that jade was gonna win because of that because i'm like dude imagine if she like it would it would defeat the whole purpose of nyla taking the bell if jade didn't get it finally get it back um yeah and the match was just it was all right i mean i think it could have just it would have, like, as big as this card was, you probably could have, this pay-per-view could have been better off if this match was, like, on Dynamite. Nothing against these two women. I think they're absolutely incredible. But again, the yeah. build-up as well as, like, the match. And then after, this is why I wanted the, also, another reason why I wanted the Elite before the main event, if you weren't going to main event then. And that's because I knew the match was going to be great. They are coming back after being on a two-month hiatus or a two-month suspension. Yeah. So I'm like, it, there's a lot to top from that. So imagine like after yeah. that match, I think they kind of messed up the women by throwing that match after the elite. Maybe they should have flipped yep. them. Like, but then again, it would also be like the women after the steel cage. So maybe like, I don't know. I think like they, it would have been a better dynamite match than like a yeah, or like winter is coming. Like maybe have it there. You know, if it doesn't, yeah. you don't want it to be on a standard episode. Have it like on an episode that's a theme you know winter's coming new year's smash yeah. you know um there's really not much to say about it i, I knew jane nope. was gonna win i don't think i didn't think nyla rose was gonna be the one to take to defeat her on defeated streak but now i guess question is emily because we said we'll talk about stuff that we're probably gonna see in the future who do you think is gonna take the title off jade cargill or if anyone at this point like who is there yeah. left i i honestly don't think there's anyone left i mean if you want like because I know Britt probably is going to go after Jamie for that probably. belt. If... It's, it's going to happen. Like, don't yeah. let the pay-per-view deceive you. Yeah. But, like, if she didn't go for Jamie, I might might as well Britt versus Jade. So she can hold the TBS championship, and that way both of them have titles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't I, – I the prediction, I think, I'm not going to be 100% on, only because I don't even know when this person's going to even come back. But I would – could definitely see Chris Statlander coming back finally and beating Jane oh, Cargill, definitely. but she got injured. I think she was probably supposed to be the the inter not the interim the inaugural that's the one um, champion. Well, I thought she should have at least. Yeah, but I know she. I think yeah. I think she was gonna beat Jade a while back, but she got injured. So I'm thinking maybe if she comes back, she can definitely win it this time. I hope she definitely. comes like 
because um Chris Statlander's done like the alien look. She has like had green or like pink and stuff, and then she had like the blue, like yes. the teal. I want to see her come back in like yes. red or like burgundy. Or maybe she could switch that it up for be, the seasons. Like so good on she her. Could, she could switch it up for the seasons, like red, green, and gold for the winter, for the spring, yes. like light green or something, and then summer like red and orange. Just switch it up for the seasons. Yes. But I want I, I miss Chris Allen, or maybe that's why I think, but I don't know. If we're I'm thinking realistically too. with someone who's not injured at the moment, I don't even know who's on the women's roster. Like I'm already starting to forget. Um <laughs> because they don't showcase the women that much sadly Um, exactly like again it's like they they don't really sign that many women compared to men and um and jade cargill defeated almost everyone so i'm going to the women's roster um hold on there we go um let's see I scroll a little too far. See, I could see them pushing like Anna J or like Ty Conti. I know she's defeated, she's yeah. beaten both of them, but like, look, have them be like the ultimate heels, you know, by like screw, like, you know, they work together, they could like screw Jade over together or something. Yeah. Or again, I still want it to be Chris Statlander, but because she's already beaten Madison Ray, she's beaten yes. almost everyone who stepped in her way. Uh, yeah. I honestly don't know who it could be. Maybe Tony Storm. Maybe I don't know. But like, if she just had a title, I don't know if they're probably gonna give her another one. It's very hard to yeah. predict who it's gonna be. But I will say, who I want it to be is Chris Statlander. Whenever she's able to, and I agree with you, hundred percent. All right. So next match after um the TBS title match, we had another title match, and it was. Um, Chris Jericho, the the Ocho, the Ring of Honor champion, defending against Claudio Castagnoli and Brian Danielson of the Blackpool Combat Club and mm-hmm. fellow member of the Jericho Appreciation Society, Sammy Guevara. Emily, what were your thoughts on this match? I honestly thought Danielson was going to take it. That was me the entire match. And then I feel really bad for Jericho because as soon as he won, the entire crowd went silent. And they're like, really? He won again? And I'm like, I'm just happy he's okay and he's walking and, like, he still has a belt. Like, he's a human. I'm just happy he's okay. I know, right? Um, Yeah, exactly. Personally, as someone who, I obviously, I love Jericho. So, I mean, everyone can be quiet, stay silent. I don't care. I was like, whatever. I'm happy with it. If he lost, I wouldn't have been all upset about it. But I'm I'm not upset that he won. But um, yeah. it kind of makes me think, like, what's going to happen now? But it's because the thing is, is that even Brian Danielson said in an interview that once his contract is up, he's not going to be a full-time wrestler. So I don't see why they would give him yeah. a world title if he's not going to be a full-time wrestler. I guess some people could argue, which I agree. I, I'm not going to say that your argument's invalid. But some people could argue that maybe that's why you should give him the title because, you know, he's not going to be a full-time wrestler. But yeah. I guess, I don't know. Maybe they just, I, I don't have an answer. I kind of thought Danielson was going to take it himself, but maybe like they just maybe they wanted it to be one on one, and like maybe so maybe it maybe it's coming. I don't know, but if it if they're not going to give it to Danielson again, this is just me speculating because I don't know when this person is going to come back. But I'm hoping mm-hmm. if like Jericho's on this hot streak of winning, and you know he's like, well, no other, excuse me, no other you know former Ring of Honor champion because that seems to be his thing. He only wants former Ring of Honor champions to 
challenge yeah. him. So I'm just waiting for Adam Cole's music to hit and for him to come out and just That's what I'm waiting Jericho. for. I know, but it's very scary because right now no one like is really certain and every a lot of people are concerned about his health and his condition right now. So yeah. I'm like, well shit. I I don't want Adam Cole to come out to tell us he's retiring or something. I don't want that. I just hope that like I will with, I will cry for days. I know he does that. I know. I'm like I just the thought of it's already making me sad. But I just hope that, you know, hopefully it'll soon be worth it. You know, worth the wait. He'll come back, he'll win the Ring of Honor title and probably like hold it for a really long yes. time. Um I just hope he's okay. I hope all is well. And I hope he's just getting the much needed rest that he's, I guess that's required of him. But yes. I just, I miss the guy. I miss him. And it's just crazy. Cause like, we have, again, we haven't seen him since June. We haven't seen Adam Cole since June. Yeah. And we're already about to be December. So it's almost been six months. So I don't know oh what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope something, you know, maybe, maybe like, God, I'm just as me just, wishful thinking but like maybe like by yeah. revolution jericho is gonna still be on this hot streak and he'll have like an open challenge and then adam cole comes out and then like has redemption from last year yeah. this past year's revolution where he lost for the aw title you know he hangman successfully defended it against adam cole maybe this time he like yeah flipped 360 or 180 because 360 is going back to square one um he oh. it's a full 180 and he wins a world title at revolution a year after losing a match for yeah. the world title I just hope he's okay and he'll be good by then. But I'm, I'm still, I'll, I'll have a little bit of hope and opti- optimism and say that he'll be the one taking the title off Jericho. Fingers yes. crossed or fingers like this. Fingers. However, you, however you want to show your sign of hope. Yep. Moral of the story: We miss Adam Cole. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I thought the match was good. I honestly yeah. thought there was going to be like a huge rift between semi Guevara. well maybe there will be i don't know with sammy Guevara and jericho because i know oh, jericho just jericho expected sammy just to lay down for him so he could win the match but she didn't and they um but it didn't seem he didn't seem to really take it personal like he didn't seem like yeah. hold it against him throughout the match but these two have had issues in the past so i don't know man maybe they have the thing is maybe. that like if they were to feud with each other and Sammy was to like leave the Jericho Appreciation Society, something, whatever, like if they ended up feuding mm-hmm. with each other, do you think yeah. it'll be like face versus heel or heel versus heel? And if if it's face versus heel, who do you think would be the face? I think it would be heel versus heel. I'm I'm sorry. Sammy as a face, it just it didn't set right with me. Well it would be like a heel versus heel. I think it was okay until they brought Ty Conti into the mix and they just started being annoying together yeah. on screen. It was just oh, too God. much. And obviously the audience, including us, absolutely hated it. And with Jericho, I don't want him flipping between face and heel. Like he had, he was, heel. I, I guess, okay, his first run in AEW, he was like a heel up until 2021. When, when but then MJ, yeah, and then MJF turned on him. And then he was a face yeah. up until... He turned heel up. I'm trying to remember when he turned on um Santana and Ortiz. Let me let me try um, and look it up. Because that was when was the Jericho Appreciation Society, <laughs> the epitome of sports entertainment. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's formed. Okay, I know that, but when March 9th. So he so. He turned face around a little bit before All Out. So I'll say maybe like August. Mm-hmm. I'll just say August. 
September, October, November, December, January, February. That was seven months of oh my god. And then now he's a heel again. So I'm like, I don't want to be flipping around like he's big show, just face heel, face heel, face heel. Oh god. So I think it should be heel versus heel. I think it would be I think also it could be yeah. funny. Like it could be so funny. Like, hey, you're cheating. You put your foot on the rope. Like, what do you mean? You're trying to use your bat and stuff. Something yeah. like that. Like they can make it funny, you know, or maybe like Ty Conti and like Anna Jay could try and help Sammy out. And Jericho's like like offended because he's like, Well, I'm yes. the one who like like maybe Ty understandable, but Anna Jay, like I'm re- I recruited you to the JAS, you know? Yeah. So may- maybe something like that, but who knows? We yeah, well, a yeah. lot of a lot of I think a lot of these questions will be answered in the next couple weeks more specifically yeah um today because today is wednesday um but yeah let's move on next we have soraya returning soraya versus Brit- dr Britt baker dmd emily thoughts on this match i love soraya's entrance i loved her gear and i also love dmd's gear and I'm still waiting for Brit to come out with a different color, like purple or blue gear, because I, I think can... she would look absolutely stunning. I'm, I'm waiting for that also. I'm, I'm hoping because she went green. She's gone green a couple times. Like, at All Out, it was like yeah. lighter green, and now it's a darker green. Maybe she's just going down the rainbow slowly. I don't know. But um, Maybe. She, she skipped over orange, but that's okay, because I want her to get to the darker side of the rainbow with the blue and the purple. Yes. I know, like, even Brooks argued, like, well, or Jermaine, he's argued, like, well, she's not gonna wear Baltimore Ravens colors. I'm like, sure, but I mean, it doesn't have to be like Ravens purple. It could be like a nice deep yeah. like, indigo or plum or something. I could picture yes. her that. But yeah. yeah, um, as far as the match goes, I I get it. I'm gonna try and be. I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt. Soraya is. Yeah. They have to be careful with her, but it's like, it kind of help. I can't help but think it's like, was she like maybe she was cleared, but was she? personally was she ready to get back in the ring at a pay-per-view or was this all like yeah soon you know i think it was i don't know again maybe they were just trying to be careful which i get i don't want her to get hurt again she just got cleared so but it's like you can really tell that they were being careful that match was very mid for like a return match you know yeah you look at someone i'm not trying to compare because again i love soraya she uh i watched her you know in wwe and stuff i was very sad when she retired but you look at someone like edge who came back after nine years of retirement he came back at the royal rumble and he was just like yeah quick he was not you know he didn't i guess you could he really didn't give a shit like about i just got yeah exactly you know he was going at it as if he was never retired in the first place there was a different story with this but again i could it could be because like as opposed to nine years of retirement it was only like five for soraya or like four or five years yeah and she had just got i don't know how long before the royal rumble edge was cleared for but i know with soraya as far as we know it was like two weeks that for us oh so, but I guess I just expected more, especially with the promo work. I thought maybe like, yeah. you know, it was going to be like, again, and they called it like a grudge match, didn't they not? I think they did. I was just expecting more, especially because it's her return. I thought she was going to be like, look, you know, no stopping me now. You know, I'm back. But it yeah. wasn't it wasn't the return match I was kind of hoping for, which I hopefully like as she gets you know back in the ring i would hope like on a weekly basis or unless it's occasional i don't know 
but like I hope with more work yeah. in the ring whether it's on tele whether it's televised or not I hope it just gets better and then we come back to this feud where she goes against Britt Baker again and then we'll have something better yeah yeah but mm-hmm. I was just very disappointed I was like oh same here it was same first here. Of, and again I get they're being careful I keep saying that but I just want people to understand like I understand that they were being careful but it's like if you had to be this careful for the match maybe the mm-hmm. match wasn't a good idea to begin with yeah but, but props to Britt for trying to keep Soraya as safe as she could yeah I know and, I, people like, give not people target give, her neck so much exactly people give Britt a lot of shit I have no idea why you know of like over yeah. a lot of things also people are saying that you take opportunities away from other women which I don't think it's true it's not like she's an executive or anyone she's not has nothing to do with the booking they tell her that like you know yeah she's been she's been like freaking crapped on for you know because like of her full-time dentist job like you're taking away other opportunities for people who really want to be a full-time dentist i'm like she is one she goes she flies literally across the country for one night to go do her fill her fulfill her job as a dentist and then fly all the way back to wherever AEW's come like that's commitment I don't think anyone else is willing to do that yeah and I would like to believe she pays for those flights herself because I don't I think it would, yeah. it would be a lot out of AEW's pocket to be flying her as often as she does from the office to wherever AEW is so I'm pretty sure that's out of her own pocket yeah. and some people would really not do that I think some people would just either abandon their day job like you know or really commit to only one side and you could tell she loves both the things she does like it's she's a very good example of someone who can do both like she could have the day job that she studied for she went to school for and she's proud of it obviously Mm -hmm. she didn't just leave I'm pretty sure she's making so much more money as a wrestler than she is as a dentist but she still goes back because it's something that she really enjoys and I think people just need to leave her alone yeah exactly all right, so the next match after Soraya versus Dr. Britt Baker was Wardlow defending the TNT Championship against Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs. Emily, thoughts on this match? I kind of, like, was in my room for this match trying to talk to my friends, so I kind of missed it until the end because was, I wasn't really, it wasn't, like, I want that say, hyped up for me. It's because here's the thing. Um, I think Hobbs. It's because it's hard. I I think it, it's hard because I don't I don't know about you, but I personally had kind of stopped watching. I watched. I stopped watching for weeks after they announced that the elite was suspended and take they took away their titles. I was like, I'm not watching yeah. this, so I didn't. And I started. I only started watching when um reports were coming out that they're going to be back soon. Once those started surfacing, yeah. I was like, you know what let me watch just to see and that's when they i was lucky enough to catch the very first teaser that they did where they were like thanosing out yes. all the the elite moments which i'm like how dare you but um yep. so i knew that i was like all right this is they're coming back at some point so i was like i'll start watching yeah. to kind of keep myself up but i guess maybe i don't really know but has hobbs been trying to like like take on Wardlow or is that just me or I don't know where like Hobbs comes into the picture I think he has had like shit with Wardlow in the past so and then Samoa Joe turned on 
Wardlow like two weeks before the pay-per-view. So there was really no yep. build-up. Like it was it would have made more sense maybe if like you just did Joe versus Wardlow and you know yeah. the first the whoever wins Hobbs takes on next. But like it was really just the this was all over the place. Cause again, you had it was Joe versus Wardlow, because Joe had turned on Wardlow and they really didn't have time to like you know really duke it out as like, you know, someone would if they were betrayed by someone they trusted, you know? It because yeah. they had that, but then all of a sudden, oh look, here's Hobbs, he's in the match too, but he's kind of the wild card, so it doesn't make sense. Exactly. It's like, you know, I think look, if you really want to book a good grudge feud, title or not, if you really yeah. want to build a solid-ass feud after a betrayal, look no further than Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. That feud after, like, Dean Ambrose held on, like, again, you could tell the betrayal was real because he did, he basically made it a point to terrorize yeah. Seth Rollins at any given chance like he didn't even like you know he didn't even have to like you know be involved in whatever Rollins was doing Ambrose was always there like John Cena was Rollins and Ambrose would come out and be like look I'm still not done with you and eventually they kind of closed that chapter yeah they kind of closed that chapter at Hell in a Cell 2014 that was that was finally yes. when Ambrose was able to get that one-on-one match with Seth Rollins. But before then, he was making it a point to just torture Seth, basically torment his life. It was the based- funniest thing ever. It was funny, but like that's how you do it. Like you know, if you, like maybe because the connection obviously between Warlow and Samoa Joe was nowhere near like the connection Ambrose and Rollins had, like you know, being Shield members and stuff. Yeah. But like, if you want to build something based off like on the betrayal, do something like that. You know, build it for a few weeks. Don't just do it in like a week and a half yeah. and then throw someone else in for a triple threat. Like exactly. it made sense with Rollins, Ambrose, and Cena because Cena was in the was the feud, like was in the feud. It was a Seth Rollins and John Cena feud. But Ambrose was just like, dude, I'm not gonna like stand back and for just forget because you're feuding with someone else what you did to me. So he's gonna intervene any way he can. So yeah, if anyone ever wants to, you know, book a solid ass storyline based on portrayal, that's probably the way to do it. Exactly. Um, and then, like, long-term storytelling. Sorry, I know the same WWE thing, but, I mean. <laughs> nope. I know, but still, hold on. Come on. Hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> we had we didn't really have much to talk about the match anyway, so hang on. But, yep. so Seth Rollins won the match. He won the he, the Hell in a Cell match. But then, long st- long-term storytelling, Ambrose eventually, I think it was in 2018? 17. It was 16. It was 18 when Roman had an... Oh, wait. No, I'm talking about 2016. Oh, when he beat him for the title? Uh, Money in the when Bank. He beat him for the title? Money in the Bank is yes, what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, like my brain was wiring. 2016, <laughs> he won the Money in the Bank match. And that was like a little over two years after the whole Hell in a Cell thing happened. Or a little less than two years. Yep. So I was like, dude, that's it's it's perfect. I don't know. I just, I love that feud so much. And again, if you want to build up the trail... Like, like some low that's how you do it. Take notes. So, the yes. next match we had, which personally, why the hell was this match even on the damn pay per view? Um, Darby Allen and Steen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. This is the, as far as I can remember, second time they've done this where Darby Allen and Steen earned some random match against two others. The last yeah, time they gosh. did it was like 
it was I forgot what it was. It was like some sort of like street fight or whatever against I don't even remember who yeah. it was like a revolution, I think. I was like, I think so. Guy? I don't I don't I think it was House either. of Black. I don't remember. But Emily, I'll look it up while you give me your thoughts on this match. Personally, I was not interested in this match at all. Like I love Darby, I love Sting, but no. Like that could have been a dynamite match. That could have been a on an already di- or, on an already big card. It did not have to be on the pay per view. Exactly, it could have been on like Winter is Coming, something like that. But I I saw no point of it, and even my mom agreed. Like she was just like, "Why are we even watching this?" And I think a lot of the fans were just like, "Okay, bathroom break. Okay, snack break. Okay, let's get pictures with my friends that I've never seen before." Yeah, this is, I think it was this one. It was Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Steen versus Andrade and the Hardy family office. I'm like, why? Why was this mm. match? And it was the second to last match, I believe. Why? I don't know. Like, if this is all you're going to do with Darby and Steen, just throw them into tag matches with two other people and yeah. put it on a pay-per-view for some reason, like, don't. Like, just don't do it. Like, I miss the Darby Bad that... Booking. Yeah, I miss the Darby that like TNT Darby ages, like you know, TNT yes. Champion Darby ages. That was really I loved that era of Darby. I don't know why they have they feel like Darby to needs to him. have yeah, and that like if he's gonna have a match, it has to be with Sting, or if he has to have a pay per view match, it has to be with Sting. Like put him like in some sort of blood feud, if you will. Like if you really yes. want him to like in like a match on the pay-per-view first of all it doesn't have to be with sting he could be like in the background yep. or something helping him out but yeah it doesn't have to be in the match and it could be like i don't know it could be a good feud. i i'm i'm just uh, I no i agree with you 100 like the match was okay it was okay i just there was no reason it had to be on the pay-per-view it could have been on tonight exactly but i digress we there's not much to talk about here so let's jump yep. into the next match Probably the best women's match of the night, which was Tony Storm, who was um, defending the interim AEW Women's Championship against Jamie Hayter. Emily, what were your thoughts mm-hmm. on this match? Absolutely loved it. I thought they they were able to tell a story throughout the match, which I absolutely yeah. love when two wrestlers are able to do that. But also, you could just see how um, the crowd was behind both women. And they're like... Yeah. Let's go, Tony. But let's go, Jamie. And yeah. it it was a nice moment just to see Jamie finally get the recognition that she so rightfully deserves. Absolutely. I'm I this was long overdue for Jamie. Like even at all out, the crowd was absolutely 100 percent behind Jamie out of everyone else in the match. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes me think, like, nothing against Tony Storm. Like, if they probably should have like given the belt to Jamie at All Out and then have Tony mm-hmm. go after the TBS championship and even probably defeat Jay Cargill, you know? I could see Tony yeah. defeating her. And it would make a little more sense because, again, as we were talking about earlier, it was not like, oh, well, she just had a title. If that ha- if All Out happened where Jamie Hayter walked out with the belt, it would have been like, well, she ha- still hasn't held a title. So now she can if you really wanted to put one on yeah. her. So... Yeah, um, it was a really good match. They absolutely killed it. I think this was a great spot for them on the card. It was closer to the main event than it was to the beginning of the pay-per-view. Um, and like I said, it was yeah. the best women's match of the night. Like, the other two, like we said, was pretty mid. 
like even the little sub yeah. bit, if you will. But this one was really made up for both <laughs> of them. It was incredible. It was better. I would say it was better than, let me see, one, two, three, four of the matches. Maybe arguably five, depending on how you take the Ring of Honor title match. But I thought it was better than the Darby yeah. match, the TNT title match, the TBS title match, Soraya versus Britt. And yeah, I think the only match yeah. that probably was been like a little bit better was the main event, the Elite, and then the Steel Cage. But, you know, there was a little bit, Yeah. you know, the main event is obviously for the world title. Obviously, it's going to get a little more anticipation. Mm -hmm. The Elite had been gone for two plus months, you know, so there was anticipation there. And then a steel cage match, you know, it's a little hard. So for what they were given, you know, just a one-on-one match, it was really freaking good. It was one of the better matches on the card that night. Actually, I would dare say even it was better than the next match, uh, which we'll get into in a minute. But yeah, um, Jamie Hayter walks out of this match um, with the interim i say interim because at this point like as much as i love thunder rosa like when is she coming back like how long do you get to like they should at least set a time yeah if you're not back after like three months you're not it's not interim new champion it's just the championship yeah so but i think jamie hater is gonna be thunder rosa when she comes back because again every she is super over with the crowd right now and she's waited so long for this she is i don't know man so i i i Again, the interim thing is just, uh, no. It's stupid. It's, uh, I'm trying to think, because it's like, because how many times, interim was used a lot for the TNT championship, because um, when Cody was the oh, champ, God, yeah. he had COVID or something, so Battle of the Belts, he couldn't compete, so it was Sammy and Dusty Rhodes, Dustin, sorry, for the interim TNT championship. And then yeah. who else got freaking hurt? I don't remember. Like, or no, that was the first time. I think the only time good. But then yeah. all the titles except the TBS championship and any of the Ring of Honor titles, if we're talking AEW, um, the TNT, the TBS championship and the trios titles would be only ones that have not had some sort of interim crap incorporated. Even then the trios titles are over a month old. So yeah, it's just, I don't like the concept. At the beginning, it was like, I can see it, but it's like, I still never thought of, like, what's the purpose? Like, way back when they first started this with the TNT title with Cody, you know, not being able to be at Battle of the Belts, it's just, like, either don't have the match at all, or because Battle of the Belts is so short with only, like, three matches total, or four, three or four matches. Yeah. It's, like, okay, still have Dustin versus Sammy, but then just whoever wins goes and challenges Cody. Why did there have to be interim in the first place? Especially if Cody was back, like, a week or two after. It made no sense. And then, of course, when Punk got hurt, there was interim shit. And then Thunder Rosa, there's interim shit. I'm like, no more interim. Just if you're injured, like in the WWE, if you're injured, they take away the title. You know, at least they'll make an announcement. But like, and they'll give you back the title. They'll book you to win the title again, you know, once you come back. But with AEW, the interim crap is done. And that's just like... I'm just saying, they have it easy, okay? Because at least you get a chance to get the title back. In New Japan, yeah. it's a lot different. First, if you are if you are scheduled for a match in New Japan, so like let's say you know Wrestle Kingdom, you know it's the pay per view they announced. Yeah. Let's say Will Osprey, I'm not gonna, I should jinx him. The United States Championship is already cursed, but um, if Will Osprey for some reason cannot make it to that match, it's already scheduled. So let's say he injures himself, he gets sick, he his flight gets canceled, something. Yeah. If he's not able to make the match despite being booked. He will automatically be stripped of the title and they will book, they will 
have someone else compete for the title and they will win. It's happened already so many times, especially with the United States Championship. Like Juice Robinson, okay. Juice Robinson got like appendicitis or something. They took the title from him. They didn't do it. Oh my God. They didn't like book him to win it back. He has not won it. He has not held that title since. They took away the title. They mm-hmm. booked into, they had, they rebooked the match with someone else. And I think that's when Will Ospreay won. And so I'm like, okay. they don't give a shit. I'm like, if you're not there, you don't get the belt. So at least people here get interim shit, but it's, it's annoying. Yeah. But yeah, back to the main point. Massive congrats to Jamie Hayter. She absolutely <laughs> killed it in the match. And I'm glad that yes. nothing like suspicious happened. Like, you know, Britt was there to be happy for her. I'm glad this didn't happen at the pay-per-view. I know we're going to we kind of speculated something's going to happen down the line, but at least it yeah. didn't happen at the pay-per-view. She got to have her moment, you know? Which is why, again, I just, which is why I hate the interim shit, because it would be so much better if it was like, you know, it's here to stay. You know, she doesn't have to defend it to be called the women's championship because she, the women's champion, because yeah. she won. She won that match in a really good match. And it's just sad that she technically isn't even considered the champion, which I, which I think is BS. I'm yeah. pretty sure everyone's just like, yeah, I don't care. She is the champion. Yeah, no, it's, it's BS, 100%. Yeah, we'll just wait and see what happens. So yep. the semi-main event or the second to last match was the acclaimed taking on Swerve in our glory. Um, I thought this match was yes. good, but here's the thing. I think we can both agree, and a lot of us could agree. This and the elite match should have been yeah. flipped. <laughs> like this match should have yeah. been the second match, and then the elite match. Imagine how much anticipation, Emily. Like oh elite, like the second to last match is the elite. We have been waiting all night basically for the return and yes. then everything that happened that at full gear happens then you know that would have been like yeah like that would have been 10 times more magical in my opinion oh absolutely as magical as it was already um yeah well even like you know nicole you know nicole she um nekamura um yes. on instagram she um, we love her there yes we do we love her i want to try and have her on the show at some point um she told me she was um she texted me because i was texting her like I was like, because after the screwy finish, I was like, dude, I know you're busy, but you have to tell me what the hell happened after the match, after Lily was screwed over. And she just said that she was shocked yeah. too. Um, and she said that nothing much happened, that they just um, helped Kenny out of the ring, which I felt bad for. Poor Kenny. And she said, um, she said that she's kind of felt emotionally checked out since that match because it was such a roller coaster. So I'm like, imagine, you know. The buildup, you know, just thinking about it instead of having the not instead of thinking about the match throughout the rest of the night, if that makes sense, you know, it would have been better yeah. if you just had the thought in the back of your mind, but you're still enjoying the pay per view as opposed to already seeing the match and now that's all you're thinking of. Because yeah, exactly. Hey, we're not Booker of the Year, which I don't think Tony's gonna be either. I think nope. it's gonna be Triple H. Um, yes. But anyways, thoughts on this tag team title match, the trilogy of the Acclaimed versus Swerving Our Glory. What was your thoughts? I I actually really loved it. And I remember when I used to not like the Acclaimed at all. I thought they were the most annoying tag team like, ever. I was like, but who now gave this guy a mic? I'm, and- now I'm so behind them. And I'm just like, I know scissor me. Yeah. This last episode. Uh, yeah, I if you would have told me like a year ago that I was gonna like love the acclaim so much that I'd be like, I'd be not even in the edge of my seat. I was standing the whole match at a pay-per-view because I was so excited to see them. I would have called you a liar. I'm like, yeah, okay, idiot. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's crazy. Like they they call themselves like the best homegrown talent in AEW. And honestly, I think that's 
pretty much the truth. Like, I think Wardlow is also really yeah. good, but oh my god, the way people are just so behind the whole acclaimed thing with the scissor me, and everyone yes. is like, you know, even like working with Billy Gunn, like who would have thought that that was gonna be a combination that like we never knew we needed? Yeah, a well, like a really good combination. Like, man, I never thought yeah. I'd see the day where Billy Gunn is gonna be working with these two guys who talk about scissoring. <laughs> like, just try imagine trying to explain that to someone. And then, like, I don't think you can. Imagine explaining to a non wrestling fan, like, there's these two guys who talk about scissoring and they do it with like a 50 something year old man, and it's really cool. Like, I promise it's really <laughs> cool. They'd probably just be like, D- Are you, are you okay? Like, I respect s- that. Stop it. Get some help. Sn- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get some help. Like that's what they probably would have called someone on us. Like called like a psych unit or something. Like yeah, I have someone here. Can you check to see if they're like if you have a runaway or something? But as far as the match goes, I thought it was really good. These I think these two are gonna these teams are probably well I don't know man because Keith Lee walked out on Swerve like before the match ended because they were like debating whether or not they should do heel shit to win. Swerve was for it. Keith Lee was against it. So. I don't know, man. I think this tag team's probably going to yeah. die soon, sadly. I mean, I thought it was a good use of both of oh, them. When they, when they were singles wrestlers, Tony wasn't doing shit with them. But as a tag team, it was a lot better. Um, yep. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But again, to, tonight, they'll probably answer our questions. They're probably going to argue or something. I don't know. But yeah. if they were still going to be a tag team, I think these could have been like, like wrestling soulmates, like... The way New Day and the Usos are, the way you know Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa were, you know, yes. like the way I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, the way you know, like John Cena and Edge were, you know, back in the day, yes, or like The Rock and Stone Cold, like that, those kinds of matches, or like dare yes. I say, Kenny and Okada, you know, like they met, yeah, like four separate occasions, different years and stuff, and it's just. Yeah, like again, like every time it was a really good match. And I think again, if Swerve and Our Glory was here to stay, which I don't think they are, they it could have been yeah. the same thing here. But I don't know. But like I said, it was a really good match, and I'm not gonna try and take away from it. It was. But like look, the acclaimed retained, the Lucha Bros retained. And here's the thing though. We kind of us we kinda of already knew that the acclaim was gonna retain. The match was still good, so despite us kind of yeah. already knowing, the match was still really good. But like we talked about with the anticipation, if you would have flipped these matches on the cards where you already have a tech team who we know is gonna retain, we're just here for like the fun of it, you know, just for the match. Yeah. The cloud would have been a better spot for the acclaimed on the second match, and the elite, where we all thought the elite was gonna win, you know. Yes. It also would have had a bigger impact, I think. Like, we waited this long. They had the cool entrance. Such, like, we waited this long for months. And then, I mean, this like, this song is in the pay-per-view also. And then they lost. I think yes. I would have been more upset. But, again, that's, like, the the reaction. That would have gotten, I think, a much more yeah. reaction. But I digress. I just, oh, I, it would have been perfect if yep. I flipped these matches. But whatever. No, and I agree of, with you. And then, of course, we have our main event. We had the AEW World Champion John Moxley. I'm not gonna try and be like Justin Roberts versus the Rap Bastard, the Devil himself, MJF. Emily, what are your thoughts on this match and what happened during this match? 
William Regal is a stubborn king. I love him. But Uh, also, just Max coming out, like, once and then being like, hold on, give me, no. And then just running out and trying to, like, act like a baby face. And I'm just like, I love him. I love him. Yeah, whoever fell for it, no, you shouldn't have fallen for it. That was was your fault if you fell for it. Exactly. It was a really good match. Um, in, in the, especially I really liked the beginning. I know the beginning is kind of like where you build things up, but you could really see like the struggle of MJF, you know, trying to do things on his own until eventually yeah. he got into a rhythm. He really got like, you know, I can do this on his own. He can do this on his own. But then of course the ending comes. You have real William Regal, you know, telling him like, "Don't use the diamond. You better not and stuff." And so he doesn't use the diamond, and he throws him the nux. I'm like, oh, I knew oh, it was coming, no. but dang, I'm just gonna pretend <laughs> to be surprised. And um, yeah, and then of course MJF being MJF did the heel thing and won with the brass nux. It's kind of yep. funny though. It's kind of it's a little funny how things work. Well, like even though it was booked like to happen like this but anyways um it's because like if you look back at all out 2020 john moxley was not allowed to use the paradigm shift it was like a stipulation that mjf incorporated yeah. into the match he was not allowed to use it but behind the ref's back he did, he did and it. that's how he won and mjf was pissed well i know technically well i guess he wasn't allowed anyway because it's illegal to use weapons during a one-on-one match that's not like no disqualification yeah. So he he did something he wasn't allowed to behind the ref's back to win the match. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's good. No, I'm like karma's a bitch, Mox. I love you, Mox, but like karma can kind of came back to bite him after a little over two years. You know, he did something. Yep. You know, he wasn't allowed to do. He used the brass knucks, and he ended up winning the match. And now he's like as yes, happy as I was. I'm just like, oh lord, what are, we are in for it. That's all I'm gonna say. Like he was always talking about what he's gonna do when he's the champion, how much he deserves it, how he's the best. Which I mean, don't get me wrong, he does back it up. But I'm just like, yeah, oh, we're in for it. Like we're gonna be in for it. Like he's gonna like yep. change AEW for the bet for the worst. But as in like you know because he's gonna be a heel about it. So I'm just yeah. like, oh boy, like he's what's he gonna do? I'm very intrigued to see what this dude's gonna pull out from. I am also Burberry scarf too. Uh, do you think we'll see him tonight? Is he scheduled for tonight? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna check after this. Okay, well, I might not even be able to watch again. The only thing I'm gonna try and watch is the elite match. So, yep. I mean, if because I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to have Direct TV on the entire time. So Emily, you might have to text me just say they're next or something. So then I'll just I like, will, I will. I'll be like, excuse me, I gotta go to the restroom for the next twenty minutes. And I'll just say I got food poisoning. It was bad. Ooh. And then yeah, but that's probably honestly that's probably what I'll do. Like I'll kind of see yeah. what the card looks like, and then I'll probably like try and pinpoint where the match is gonna happen. I hope it would. I would assume it's gonna be the main event. I would yeah. hope because if that's the case. Because I'm going to go, actually, after we're done recording this, I'm going to go to my grandma's just to spend the day before we start, you know, with, before everyone else shows up. So, honestly, yeah. I might just do mine first. Get Do, like, the first 30 to 45 minutes. I'll be doing mine, and then afterwards, I'm I'm done. And then I'll, yeah. just, I'll just watch on my phone. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us planning. Okay. But, else. yeah. Yes, exactly. Modern problems require <laughs> modern solutions. Yes. Okay, so MJF don't know what he has in for us, what he's gonna do to us, what he's gonna do to AW, but I'm very intrigued. Like I'm very 
And I need to watch the media scrum, but I have PTSD from media scrums, if you know what I'm yeah. talking about. But he, I, I saw small clips and stuff, and he just went off on Tony Khan. He was telling people, yeah, you're idiot, that they're idiots. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever, MJF. I know I'm an idiot. So yeah, it's something I don't know. And he just went off. And like people were like, oh my God. Some people were actually thinking that like there was a double standard. Like, why aren't people giving MJF shit? But like, and he could talk the way he did. I'm like, dude, because that was 100% run by Tony before. Like, it was not to, like, break KB. Like, that was him in character. There's a difference. Like, yeah, he's always like this. And he was doing this, like, in character. He didn't, like, go off and talk about shit that had nothing to do with his book, his book, his storyline or anything. This was all yeah. him. He's and they're acting like people are acting like he's never done this before. They're acting like he didn't just call Tony Khan a mark back in May or June. So I don't know. People need to calm down. It's a lot different. Like it is yes. a lot different. Like there, he wasn't attacking like the higher ups and like saying they fucking couldn't run a target and shit. Like there, yeah. there was no backstage brawl afterwards. So it was a lot. There different. wasn't. So. But yeah, I'm just very intrigued. It was a really good match, really good main event, solid it main was. event. Um, Moxley is finally gonna get his vacation. Is gonna get a Christmas vacation. He had been wanting a vacation yes. since. God, I don't even know since I think. I don't know, man. Like he's been wanting a vacation for a while. I think it's been a while, but like I think he was finally gonna get it after all out. Yeah. But then everything at all out happened, and I'm pretty sure yep. if, any, if anyone has the right to be upset with everyone in the company it is john moxley because the dude just wants to go and rest and be a dad and be with his wife and his kid and he had to go back to carrying the company with the AEW championship for a third time because of everything that happened i'm pretty sure he's like he's like i'm the one who's working with fucking children but it's like whatever yeah he still did it but um props to him really good another good run from john moxley um three to three time champion in AEW, first three time champion first two time champion actually because he won he won mm. you know against jericho and then he mm-hmm. beat because then he beat tanahashi to be the interim champion but then he beat cm punk to retain the title so he was officially the AEW champion and then he won it again yeah at super showdown i think so dude this dude's just yeah on top right now he's like he's had a really good he's 20- on a roll yeah he's had a really good 2022 so let him rest now god damn it let the man rest yes which he's gonna finally do now um yeah but yeah that was entire card it would have been a lot longer if we'd done the zero hour which again i don't think i didn't care about much but no yeah, um emily so now we're gonna talk about um let's do the match of the night first what do you think okay. was the match of the night i'm not being i'm totally not being biased but i think the elite versus death, death triangle. triangle i think that was the match of the night oh, um i might have to agree with you um i think honestly that was the best match first of all the match just immediately took off it's not like they built things up and started slow no they just went at it they yeah was, I know people, a lot of people are not the biggest fans of the high-flying stuff. I personally am. I think it's really cool. And honestly, I think the people who don't like it are just jealous because they could never do that on themselves or with themselves or for themselves without snapping yeah. their neck or something. Like, it's incredible. It takes talent. I know some people are very stuck yeah. in the old school era, which I get. But, like, look, I'm sorry, but, like, it's like if you're holding a Nokia phone and 
bitching about the iPhone. It's like, sorry, dude, oh but this God. is the future. Like, okay, boomer, we're in the future now. This is wrestling now. You know, this is a part yeah. of wrestling now. Some people still do it the way you like it, so be grateful for that. But yeah. if people are doing it differently, there's something for everyone. So you could like stop complaining, you know? Exactly. But yeah, no, like I pers- if you could see Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker do all these high flying moves, yet still keep it old school, you can watch the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega do all these fast paced high-flying moves now again and it's i i think it's incredible you like it's it's not the old school wrestling where you just gripple it grappling and stuff and like it's different and it's i think it's a little bit better like i think it is better. yeah like it's something that you like would you have ever thought that like you know you could see someone doing a hurricane run after jumping off the top rope and doing it outside of the ring like no it takes a lot of skill and i think it takes a lot of agility that a lot of people yeah. don't have it's a special talent I think anyone could be trained to be a wrestler, but to be a high-flying wrestler, that takes skill and agility that not many yes. people have. So sorry for the little rant, but I'm not that sorry. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I agree with Emily. The elite and the death triangle, I think took the cake for this one, even though the elite lost. Yes. Um, I think they're going to kill it in the best of seven series. Like I said, they're probably going to start off with like trying to one up each other on how they could screw each other over in the finish. And then at the very end, they're just yeah. gonna get ugly. Like it, like again, just I could like, please like, just give me what I want. Do this like a 30 minute, like maybe not Iron Man match, but like a 30 minute match where the it's or even like a title matches are 60 minutes. So give me like a good, like 45 minutes of just them trying to kill each other for these titles yeah there's after at, at the last match we all know it's going to go to seven matches there would not be a best of seven series if it's not going to go to seven matches in california where it's going to end so yes it's like again just let them like like it will just show how much these two just want to tear each other apart for the sake of holding these titles. Yes. i think it'll if anything it'll elevate the title like these two these two teams are destroying each other like at the, at some point you got to question like their health and well-being because they're just yeah. really going at it like nothing else matters but winning these titles back for the elite so i'm very yes. excited to see what's going to happen um i'm also very excited i i, I, I will ask though like because obviously it is going to end at with at the seventh match you know right best of yes seven? okay so i'm trying to think because it's kind of like the World Series. It's like a best of seven. You have seven <laughs> games, and the first one to four wins. So, like, you can't help it. I, I'm not trying to jinx them. I really hope this doesn't happen, especially before Thanksgiving. But it's like, like, what if the Death Triangle wins again? And, like, we have two, two, and then one, two. You know? You know what I'm saying? Like, two for the Death Triangle, two for the Elite, uh, and then yeah. Death Triangle, then Elite, or vice versa. Like, it. I don't, I don't think it should be, like, one after the other. Like, someone got to get at least two to three wins in a row. Like, maybe they get two in a row, and then the yeah. Elite just has to come back and, like, win every single one of them. Like, but then also, yeah, like, that's... but the only way it'll work if you do one after the other, like, Lucha Bros Elite, Lucha Bros Elite, Lucha Bros Elite, is, again, if they try and one-up each other with the screwy finishes, like, look, this week, you, you know, at the pay-per-view, you hit me in the head with a hammer, well, this week, I'm gonna, like, hit your face with, like, a kendo stick or something, and we'll see how you like it. And they're like, well, nice. you're going to hit us with a candlestick? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll put my feet on the ropes or hold the tights. Like something. They're going to try and one-up each other 
And then at the end, the very yeah. end of the bat or the tournament, it'll be the seventh match. They'll each try and use the screwy finishes on each other. Someone have their foot on the ropes, but like they at this point, they're all so experienced with what they're trying to do. It's like no, and nothing. No one's gonna fall for it. Like I'm not gonna let you hold the tight yeah. one. I'm not gonna let you put your foot on the ropes. I'm gonna be ready for that kendo stick. I'm gonna catch it. You know. Yes. So well, well again, I'm just I'm so excited. I I cannot wait. Me it's too. gonna be a, it's a, gonna be a good time. All right, so we have our match of the night. Um, let's start with I guess since we talked about match of the night, let's go to tag team. Tag team of the night, Emily. I'm pretty sure I could guess, and I'm pretty okay. sure I'm going to agree with you. The elite. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm not that sorry. This is honest, and again, this nope, is all the time. This is all opinion based. We're not like Dave Meltzer or anyone else who grades and grades the matches. This is just opinion based. Okay. Like we, this yeah. is our opinion. Just like you have the right to have your opinion. I think again, despite them losing just the return alone made it, it like everything again, the ticking clock. Yeah. You had like the, the chime, you know, the clock chimed. I was like, Oh my God. Like, I don't know why, like my soul just left my body Ooh. when the clock chimed. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> it was just, oh. yeah. Like, I can be hooked up to an IV and just have that, like, freaking entrance, like, on the freaking bag. Like, that's all I need in life. Yes. Okay, well, we got our tag team out of the way. So, yes, I'm okay, I think the only one that might differ for us is the male, male wrestler of the night, because I'm pretty sure we have the same female wrestler of the night. Emily, who is your female yeah. wrestler of the night? My girl, Jamie. Yep. Haters Love gonna her. hate. She's the champ now. Don't give a yeah. shit about interrupt. She is the champion. Um, she worked really hard. The match was really good. Again, I would think that it was better than um one, two, three, four, five. At least five of the matches because I think it was I think it was better than the acclaim versus Swerven on Glory. I think it was better than yes. Darby Allen and that match, the TNT title match, Soraya yep. and Britt and the TBS title match, and then for those who could argue that it was better than the Ring of Honor title match, that's the sixth match out of one, no, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches on the card, right? 29? Yeah. No, it's ten. So six, like, yeah. it's better than six of, you know, people could argue five to six of the matches that were on the entire card, which is great, you know, good for them. I was yeah. on the edge of my seat for that entire match, and Jamie Hader absolutely deserves it. It's long overdue, and now she, I hope she has a nice, long, lengthy reign with this ta- championship. Oh, same here. All right. And then male wrestler of the night. Who are you giving it to? It's a, it is a tie between MJF and Jungle Boy, in my opinion. Okay, well, it looks like we're going to have the same picks for everything because I was going to say that too. MJF, because he won the EW title. Again, I've talked about this on the podcast so many times. Like, it's going to be a full circle moment. And then again, we like I just talked about, it was, you know, karma coming back to bite Mox where he had something that was not allowed used against him, just like he did to MJF yeah. back two years ago. Um, really good storytelling. I cannot wait to see what MJF... First of all, I don't even know how... what how William Regal's gonna like really incorporate himself into MJF because MJF you know he already does screwy things on his own he already is really good yeah. on the mic on his own what does he need Regal for I'm curious to find out or maybe fuck maybe because <laughs> he's such a rep bastard he's such a heel maybe 
William Regal's gonna be like, I was wrong about you. I'm ready to like have you be like my protege now. He's like, bitch, I'm no one's protege. I'm the champion. You like, he's gonna like dump him to the side and reject him, just like William Regal yes. rejected him. Dude, let's make that happen. But Jungle Boy, I agree also because again, he finally got his redemption. I hope, but I'm only hoping that once Christian Cage is cleared, he'll get his redemption over him too. Cause that all out that yeah. did not happen. Nope. And um Hopefully, with that, you know, with the win over Luchasaurus and a soon win over Christian Cage, like maybe he'll be booked to win a title in the future, like a singles title. Oh, yes. Um, I maybe honestly, maybe who's who's the champ? Uh, the All Atlantic Championship. He might be the one to beat Orange Cassidy and down the road. I could see that. I yeah, mean, I could see that. And uh, I'm just excited for him. Well, and again, we kind of talked about this in the last episode. Where I talked about how um, Wrestle Kingdom, how New Japan should do like a third night, but have it with AEW where the wrestlers go to Japan. If they're not going to at least do that, maybe like have a little bit, a few more wrestlers go to Japan for a bit, go to New Japan for a bit. And I I know it's a big ask. It is a big ask, I'm sure, to like go back and forth from Japan to the States. But like I could see Jungle Boy going and like being like in the super like, best of the super juniors you know something like that like let him do something elsewhere yeah. or like give him the ring maybe he could be jericho for the ring of honor title i don't know maybe. Like, I see he, this dude has so much potential and i think it i just knocked over my kenny sorry this dude has so much potential and i think it's finally gonna be put to good use i think he's in for a massive yeah. push and i'm very excited for him because the dude's talented as fuck all right the dude is really talented he's he one is. of the four pillars for a reason i honestly i do yes. want that shirt but i just I don't know which shirt I want. I'm like, is there a way to replace Sammy Guevara with Brit instead of MJF with Brit? Because like, yeah. I know because CM Punk was like the one who said he ripped Brit, that Brit Baker replaced him. But I'm like, dude, I'm had, I'd much rather have Brit Baker replace Sammy Guevara. Like, I'd rather have the shirt with Brit yeah. Baker, MJF, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy. But yes. Oh well, I digress. Um. But yeah, um, well, I, it, it, it's it's a possibility, you know, so, and maybe if not Jungle Boy, someone, you know, you have FTR, who are the IWGP World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, you know, so they're kind of doing their stuff in Japan yeah. here and there. They're going to defend the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. And now, big news that happened earlier this week, Kenny Omega is going back to New Japan. He's going to challenge Woo! Will Ospreay for the United States Championship. But ugh, I'm a little worried because here's the thing. I said this already. Um, I just don't remember where I said it. Um, maybe it was on the live with, with Jaylee I did um, a couple days ago. But the thing is that I'm a little worried because talking about full circle moments, especially in AEW, you know, we had, um, yeah, you know, the whole John Moxley MJF situation with the full circle well, and then and the karma situation also. It's not so much karma, but again, it's just kind of like having things turned against you or turned like it's flipped you know the tables have turned yeah well so so just for background context after a match that kenny omega had where he successfully defended i think he's yeah where the u.s title he successfully defended the match the title i believe if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. it was that power struggle 2017 after that match Chris Jericho interrupted him on the Titan Tron, basically saying he's not a better wrestler than him and he wants a match against him. And Kenny Omega accepts, which soon happened at Wrestle Kingdom. 
That happened in November of 2017. Yeah. Well, fast forward like five years later, right? Five, 18, 19, Yeah, five years later. Yeah. In November, after Will Ospreay defeated, uh, def- defended the United States Championship in a pay-per-view, Kenny Omega interrupts him on the Titan Tron and challenges him to a match, and now it's going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom. Awesome. But here's the yeah. thing. Jericho lost that match. So I'm like, is Kenny bound to lose also? Or maybe Kenny will bring the U.S. championship to the U.S. I maybe. Know. I don't know. But... And it's hard because, like, technically, Kenny technically has a win over Osprey with the whole trios tag tournament. But yeah, if we're talking one-on-one, it's pretty much a clean slate. So anything could happen. I'm, yeah. I really just don't want Will Osprey to beat Kenny. I just, I feel like... Uh, I just want Kenny to show, like, prove that, like, you know, he is a much bigger piece to New Japan than I think anyone, at least in the foreign talent, could ever be. Like, yeah, I don't think there's going to be another Kenny, no matter how hard you try. Not Osprey, not JY, not anyone exactly. else you try to build up. As far as the foreign talent, because the the home talent, the Japanese talent, you have Okada, you have Tanahashi, you have Ishii, you have so, you have so many names. But the foreign talent is yeah. a different story. Kenny Omega was probably the most popular foreign talent in New Japan history. And I don't think that's ever going to yeah. change. And I want him to prove that. Like, I want him to prove it. Like, look, even if I was gone for, you know, the last year plus, no, almost a year. It was almost a year. For the last nine to 10 months, there's a reason for that. Like, the reason why he was out for as long is because he was working through injuries all the way back from New Japan. It's because New Japan's a very demanding schedule. So and I just want him to prove, I want Kenny to prove himself. But we'll just have to wait yeah. and see. Um, other than that, we talked about match of the night, wrestlers of the night, Kenny coming back to the <laughs> all the important stuff. <laughs> um, all right. Yes. I believe this has been the second episode of Light the Fuse. Emily, you did it last week, but we do it every week. Tell the people where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram at Emily underscore. Yeah, Emily underscore covers 06. Okay, sometimes I have to try and remember. I'm like, shoot, do I, is it like, is it, is it underscore covers or is it covers underscore 06? But no, I, I always have to No, believe me, I get confused with that too. <laughs> but yeah, like I guess, like I said last week, she does awesome covers. She does merch picks. Check her out. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter while it's still alive at Y2Garcia underscore. It's not me. Same place for Instagram, which I'm more active on, a lot more active um if you want to find things all she showcased you can follow katie on twitter at katie wrestling 13 the link tree is in her bio like i said it'll take you to all things she showcase um we are on on thursdays for our regular scheduled um she showcase which is um on twitch.tv slash she showcase um normally on thursdays um around 6 p.m ish um if you want to check us out on YouTube because you can't catch us live, you can go to youtube.com slash Sheelite Showcase, um, where you can not only see all the Sheelite Showcase, but we have the first episode of Like the Views out, so you should go check that out if you haven't yet. Um, and if you want to listen because you are more of a listener, we're on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Um, we have merch. It's in the link tree. And just again, shout out to Justin because he's the musical mastermind of all the music in Sheely Showcase. I will always shout him out because he is the reason that we have music. It's not easy to make music. He makes it look easy, but it ain't easy. That's why we need him. So go check him out at Heel Tactics on Twitter. Um, his links will be down below. Also, um, 
for all the other things that we do. Like I mentioned, we do the recap show um, every week on Thursdays, but we also have other shows. We have two shows that Katie does, like Inside the Mind of, which is an interview series that she does with people in the wrestling community and In the Crowd, which is making its return, which is a collab show with other podcasters. And then of course I have this show, like The Fuse and The New Japan Takeover, which I think I will be making another episode soon, even though I said I was gonna wait till Wrestle Kingdom because I really loved the pay-per-view. Um, that they just did, which is historic crossover. It was absolutely amazing. So maybe be on the lookout for that. I'm not sure. But until then, we will see you on the next episode of Light the Fuse. Bye. And Well, you're not going to sing a lot of the Okay, fine.